Hello and welcome back to the Rethink Retail podcast. We are live from Shop Talk Europe here at the Rethink Retail booth. And joining me today is Parag Parik. He is the chief, co-chief digital officer at Inca Group, which is the largest IKEA franchisee. Parag, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you so much, Gabriela. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you here. And so I know you are hot off the stage uh, here at Shop Talk. You literally got off the stage and, and booked it over here. Um, so I do appreciate you stopping by. And um, I did want to know, so what were kind of some of the kind of big trends that you've been uh, hearing discussed at the show so far? I think first up, it's a big pleasure to be back into these events. Mm-hmm. To be able to meet up your friends from other retailing community, to be able to meet up the vendors and to mm-hmm. take a look. So I think that's been probably one of the biggest highlights for the visit uh, mm-hmm. today. And it's literally happening after two, two and a half years. So the first event uh, of yeah. the press. Uh, I think uh, super interesting insights this morning mm-hmm. uh, from the Zeitgeist uh, where they summarize the trend. And I think they are bang on. Two trends where I clearly see happening, uh, of course, one in the supply chain industry of course. and all of the innovations that, are, uh, that need to happen to be able to address the challenges we have today mm-hmm. in the supply chain, but also with regards to the last mile. Uh, and the second trend, which I also sort of feel coming through, is the whole move from being only customer-centric focused i.e. being focused only on customer, but that definition is slowly changing to Mm -hmm. say more human-centric. Sure. How do we bring our employees into that definition, our Mm -hmm. co-workers into that definition? How do we bring the uh, society, the community into the definition? Mm -hmm. And more importantly, the planet. uh, Mm -hmm. How do organizations start talking about uh, inspiring the customers uh, with uh, a sustainable lifestyle? So the whole move from customer centricity to human centricity, Mm -hmm. I also feel that emerges through the different presentations today. Absolutely. And, you know, I know you just spoke on a panel on delighting uh, customers through personal interaction, I think it was. And, uh, you know, how would you define that and kind of how would would you describe that? What would be some examples? I think it goes back to the summary I just spoke about uh, uh, customers today, uh, we have been in the from an experience perspective. Retailers have been talking about moving from transactional to inspirational, experiential mm-hmm. retail. I think that's been a trend for the last two decades. Absolutely, uh, and with uh, customer centricity at the heart of everything they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we move, uh, there is the need to uh, to bring the broader society. Mm-hmm to bring sustainability and a care for the society and the planet at large into our overall discussions with the customer. Because as you start looking at the next generation of customers, this is centered to what they are asking for. Mm -hmm. And as uh, brands and as organizations, there is a responsibility for us to start showing up and start uh, having these themes at the center of it. And how Mm -hmm. do you start then not only looking at customers from a transactional or from a commercial aspect, but really bringing in emotions, uh, the humanity 
mm-hmm. into how you work and how you deal with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is also about how do you, the world is playing out with uh, very different uh, inequalities. Yeah. How do you drive equality uh, and how do you create a better life for, especially in IKEA's case, a uh, better life at home mm. for the many people. Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, becoming increasingly more important, especially to consumers and especially younger consumers as well. You know, how we are um, sourcing our products, how we are, um, you know, treating our employees and uh, the impact that we are leaving on the world around us. You know, Prague, it's, it's often noted that uh, COVID-19 has accelerated digital trends. Um, and according to a new McKinsey Global Survey of a C-level executives, companies have accelerated the digitization of their customer and supply chain interactions and of their internal operations by three to four years cited. Um, so I did want to know, you know, ha- have you felt this in your work and do you think that the three to four years is accurate? Uh, I would agree with the call out mm-hmm. uh, and absolutely yes. Depending on the maturity of your organization prior to pandemic, mm-hmm. I would even have said that in some cases it's probably twice. Oh, wow. And I always keep saying uh, pandemic has brought the present into the future for mm-hmm. many organizations or has brought the future into the present for many mm-hmm. organizations. Uh, at IKEA, uh, we, we were well into what we call our digital transformation mm-hmm. since 2018. And uh, this, is, uh, this is when uh, all of a sudden, from one day to other, 90% of stores were closed. Yeah. Uh, and since IKEA is in the business of creating better life at home mm-hmm. for many people, all of a sudden we were at the forefront of making sure that customers who are now bound to their home mm-hmm. and we are able to reach out. Sure. But at the same point, 90% of our stores are closed and all of a sudden, IKEA Digital was the single point of uh, outreach for mm-hmm. our customers to reach uh, and uh, for us to help them uh, to their ask and their demands. Uh, and uh, through the pandemic, we literally have seen that thanks to the transformation we had kicked off, Mm-hmm. You were able to successfully transform from being a pure play physical retailer mm-hmm. to being an omni retailer. Uh, and uh, as we came out of the pandemic, uh, almost 27% of our global revenue started coming from our online business. Wow. Just to put in perspective, wow. just three years prior, this was 7%. Mm-hmm. So from a 7% in FY18, to a 21%, wow. uh, 27% in FY21. That's amazing. And that's the shift we have seen. Yeah. And of course, we are super proud that uh, we were able to stay to, true to our purpose mm-hmm. of being able to reach uh, the many customers, the many people uh, through affordable furniture, mm-hmm. even uh, when pandemic uh, had uh, all of the challenges uh, at yeah. us. I imagine you were selling a lot of uh, setups for home offices and uh, at home studying and learning. Absolutely. And it was clearly, uh, as we ran through the pandemic, we saw a lot of data coming through. We saw homes being transformed into uh, work offices, Mm -hmm. uh, into schools. Yeah. uh, And uh, all of a sudden, we had to make sure that we are able to uh, meet the ask from the customers to mm-hmm. be able to ch- uh, transform homes into these different setups. Mm-hmm. Uh, in many cases, it was reading this demand, uh, understanding where our inventory sits, 
figuring out that uh, how we can all of a sudden overnight start transforming our closed stores into mm-hmm. physical units, mm-hmm. fulfillment units, and start shipping uh, some of our products uh, to our customers mm-hmm. uh, through this. So it was all about testing, learning, trying. All our schedules from one day to another were out of the window. We had to put cross-functional teams together. Yeah. And really, there was no playbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was all about figuring out as we go. Absolutely. Being agile and just kind and, of rolling uh, with the shift. Absolutely. And we have come a long way uh, from where we started. Uh, and uh, uh, the good news is the transformation has helped us, uh, in a sense, uh, to, to continue with uh, changing and adapting our business model to creating a better IKEA for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about, um, you know, some of the uh, digital transformations um, that are currently underway at IKEA. Uh, yeah. So uh, at IKEA, we have what we call the digital strategy for Inca. Mm-hmm. This was something, like I said, started in 2018, but we had, the, we had a relaunch of that again in 21. And largely, we talk about at the heart of it, how do we create a better life mm-hmm. at home for the many people? This is at the heart of our purpose uh, and uh, this is the driving force. And then we have four critical pillars which support this mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it starts with how do you drive a different customer experience from not having any uh, online presence or mm-hmm. a very minimal online presence we had to change how we can connect with our customers. Mm-hmm. And this was the first pillar of really building the right experiences mm-hmm. online, be it our app, be it our web, or very recently also start bringing these digital capabilities into our physical big blue boxes. Sure. Uh, the second pillar was everything around how do we empower our coworkers? Mm-hmm. There's a lot you can, the experiences with the customer can seriously be enriched mm-hmm. when you can bring your coworkers to focus their time. And this is all about then giving them the right tools mm-hmm. to be able to focus on our customers and helping them out. The third has been about uh, creating a modern foundation. IKEA is a company with 80 years of history. And over the years, uh, they have built a lot of legacy, ingrown platforms, which have helped them flourish. Absolutely. But as we come into the new age, uh, either there is a sunset mm-hmm. or there is a change to unwrap what we call the spaghetti landscape. Mm-hmm. So the third is really focusing on building the modern foundation, mm-hmm. which will help us to create an IKEA of the future. But all of it encompassed under what we call leading with a digital DNA. Mm-hmm. It's not only a certain group which is responsible, but it's the entire organization mm-hmm. which is responsible for owning the transformation mm-hmm. with the people and the co-workers at the heart of it. So those are the four pillars which have been responsible to give you very concrete examples, you, while we see the transformation on our online and our app, more recently, if you visit an IKEA store, you will see what we call shop and go. Mm-hmm. You, you walk through the IKEA stores, you use the in-store version of the app, you are able to put scan articles, put it into your basket, very cool. not wait in long queues, but really check out at shop and go mm-hmm. in a very mobile way. You will see what we call kiosk. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past, uh, if uh, someone visiting our stores had some challenges in regards to figuring out uh, co-workers to reach or mm-hmm. information about the product, they ha- there was quite some waiting time till you find sure. the right co-worker. And it's all about now 
how do we enable that through a self-service kiosk which uses the same technology from our online platform mm -hmm. into, uh, into our stores. We have tons of other things which are happening, uh, be it uh, bringing intelligence in terms of staff planning, be it uh, making sure that we have the right backbone mm -hmm. for our order to cash capabilities, for our talent and learning platforms. Uh, we literally are almost changing everything mm -hmm. uh, as we speak. So it sounds like innovation is definitely kind of woven throughout the culture of the company. Absolutely. Uh, as a company, uh, if I look back to our history, uh, entrepreneurship was built and woven mm -hmm. into the fabric of the company. Mm -hmm. And this is something that we also bring into as we move into the future. Mm -hmm. uh, historically, uh, we have a saying at IKEA, love your past, create the future. Mm -hmm. Historically, what you hear about the flat pack, mm -hmm. this was something arguably in invented by IKEA. Mm -hmm. And IKEA was one of the leaders in terms of redefining the stores mm -hmm. to actually become fulfillment units. Mm -hmm. uh, this is something that IKEA did 60 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and that entrepreneurship spirit is helping us as we go into the new age to say, how do we take some of those learnings, take, bring that digital DNA uh, into the new world mm -hmm. and shape experiences in a very unique IKEA way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And as we look toward the future, you know, what do you envision as kind of the, the future IKEA? Uh, this was one of the topics we did share. Uh, what uh, the, the pandemic uh, has provided us a lot of uh, inputs and we have what we call a life at home report, mm -hmm. which says uh, a lot of the customers are spending a lot of time at their home. Mm -hmm. Home is their sanctuary, sure. is their place where they go to relax, uh, retreat. But they, as life continues, there is a need that they are looking for more help. Uh, while digital makes life easier, everything going around is still uh, where they need help with. Mm -hmm. And as IKEA, uh, we are starting to look at how can we help our customers in their life at home. And by that definition, we are saying, probably there is an opportunity to help them not only with regards to home furnishings, mm -hmm. which is our core, but there are opportunities over and beyond. Uh, to give you very concrete examples, uh, IKEA is uh, now invested into Ikano Bank, mm -hmm. which then uh, enables us to provide financial services and make our furniture accessible mm -hmm. uh, and provide help uh, in an affordable way to the many people. Absolutely. Uh, IKEA uh, has had started selling solar panels mm -hmm. and wow. we are now experimenting in certain markets, uh, notably Sweden, to say we, how can we start providing green electricity to the homes where we already have access oh, in the fantastic. first place. that's fantastic. Wow. Uh, IKEA has a promise to its customers and to the planet mm -hmm. that we will be a circular business by 2030. Amazing. And to be able to do that, we have to fundamentally change our business model. Uh, and we have started with the first steps in that direction to say, how do we allow for customers to bring back their old IKEA furniture? Mm -hmm. We bring back into our stores. Mm -hmm. We either circulate them or where we feel that this has a second life, give them a second life and provide it to the many wow. people. Uh, so these are some of the areas where IKEA is experimenting beyond the home furnishing business mm -hmm. uh, to start looking at uh, 
life at home mm-hmm. for the many people Absolutely. and really driving a positive impact for its people uh, but the broader community and the planet at large that's fantastic and it's wonderful to hear that you know you're focusing on um, you know repurposing and uh, you know circular uh, kind of strategy because I know um, so much probably so much easier to just um, you know a table breaks um, have your customer you know you're making more money if they have to come and replace that product so it's really seeming seemingly about um, you know making sure that um, you know items aren't ending up in landfills and um, really committed to that that promise um, that I know you guys have and it's not you know you're not greenwashing is what I'm trying to say like you're really actually doing the things that need to be done even if it might be um, you know you might see a reduction in in replacement sales but instead it's it's about you know leaving an impact a good impact so we keep saying uh, as as an organization organizations can't shy away Mm-hmm. from some of the biggest challenges the world faces in general mm-hmm. uh, and the challenge we face around sustainability is one of probably the biggest challenges this decade yeah uh, and it's necessary for organizations to uh, wake up own the responsibility and meaningfully together uh, inspiring the customers figure out a path forward mm-hmm. and this is where uh, I think there is a responsibility for us as a business to be able to do that mm-hmm. uh, and yes might be uh, uh, there, there might be a short term view uh, but uh, in the longer term mm-hmm. being good is uh, good business uh, and uh, it helps build the right relationships and uh, is the right thing to do absolutely being good is good business i love that i think that's a, a great note to end on um, so, Prague, I really want to thank you for your time stopping by. I know you've had a busy day, um, and it's been a pleasure to chat with you. Thanks a lot, Gabriela. It was a pleasure. Uh, speak soon. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing, reviewing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.